welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. This episode is sponsored by Benjamin Moore and Sherwin-Williams. Welcome to the Elite Business Advice Podcast. My name is Chris Moore. I'm the founder of Elite Business Advisors. And the goal of our podcast is to help you grow your business and also educate you on a variety of topics that affect self-employed small business owners. Today's episode, we've got a powerhouse duo here in the studio with us. We've got Nick Slavic and Jason Paris to talk a little bit about the collaboration and their friendship and the way they're working on professionalizing the painting industry. Nick, Jason, <sighs> welcome to the show, guys. Here we are. Thanks for doing this. Yes, you're welcome. And uh, we apologize in advance. Uh, listen, I'm going <laughs> to apologize to the listeners too in advance. Um, if if this episode really goes to shit real quick, um, I want the listeners to be very well rest assured that there are solo episodes with each of you guys coming out in the near future. Oh, yeah. yep, yep. So at least we've got those in the bank. Pure gold in those. We're going to see... We're going to see where this one goes. Yeah. So um, I appreciate you guys doing that and taking some time. First off, tell us the story about how Nick and Jason's friendship came to be. I think it was just you being a loud, loud mouth on social media. That's true. So you were posting things on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, this guy like isn't ashamed to be a painter. That's kind of weird. Like, no, he should be. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and it starts. <laughs> yeah. Well, we made it a minute. So. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> I think, uh, I don't know if I messaged you or I yeah. met you at a, an event or something. You, it would have messaged first because we had a couple touch touchstones yeah. with that. And I'm like, yeah. oh, this young upstart up there near me, little yeah. Paris. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then we met at a PCA event and I tried to ask him some questions and yep. he had no idea how to answer them. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I own so that. Got him gapped, you would say. Yep. Yeah. Got gapped hard. And then he said something at, we had a dinner together. He's like, hey, like. I think we could be friends. Just let me know, like, I don't want to step on your toes. Like, right. what part of the metro do you want? What part should I take? Yeah, I just looked at myself. As, as you do, yeah, as you do, right? Yeah. Like, 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 it, it was mine to own and then to parcel off. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, know. no, I take ownership. So of I just it. looked at myself. I'm very American. Just, of be you. honest, I I'm not scared of you at all. Yeah, and uh, I didn't mean that in a way of like I don't think he can, can compete. Right. Because I think if we were to bid head to head, he should win every single bid. Yeah. But I just knew that he wasn't going to be able to produce that much right. uh, to where it would materially affect my business. So yep. that's kind of how we met. And I feel like the light bulb went off about cooperation and, and how we can both do better and, and multiple people can do better. And uh, that's how it started. That's good. So how do you feel like your guys' friendship has transformed your businesses? I'm going to let Jason take that one. Okay. That's, <laughs> well, let me tell you. It, it hasn't. <laughs> so one time I asked Nick how to strip some shellac coding and he gave me a great answer that was helpful that was good instagram dm That's been the only time he's helped you in your <laughs> and that was six great. years ago that was six yeah. years ago and then this last week i found that message and i replied thank you <laughs> that, that was very sweet and so six years later nice. oh, oh, oh instagram yeah. message from jason yeah. no nick's been great i mean he's really the one that introduced me to the pca okay. in a lot of ways and uh Gave us some visibility as well. So yeah. he came to our shop a number of times and has done the Ask a Painter things with the crew and, and read share stuff that we put out there. So that's good. Um, he's been instrumental in giving us a platform because usually when people meet me, they're like, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, but then, you're actually no. really smart. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I hear that a lot. I'm not sure how to take it. Uh, 
but Nick took the time to get to know me a little bit and kind of probe in and learn about the company and, yeah. and, uh, has been, you know, a sounding board or an amplification board of, uh, of what we put out there. Yeah. So it's been helpful. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Nick, how, how is this wonderful young gentleman? Um, how has he helped you in your business? One of the three of those things were true. I'll go <laughs> ahead anyway. So no, listen, literally yeah. Jason and I have a lot yeah. of fun with each other, but literally I am here today because of Jason and my business and my family are here because of him. He awesome. is one of the greatest role models there could be. And uh, awesome. he is, he has challenged me in ways that nobody has ever challenged me. And mm -hmm. including that first time where he <laughs> mark this down in the calendar, Jason Paris voluntarily went to a craftsmanship forum years ago <laughs> why is that weird I he showed i know <laughs> but he showed up there and literally that was the first time i was truly gapped by somebody not for ego purposes yeah. where somebody's just trying to prove you wrong but jason legitimately wanted some data yeah he looked at our industry and said i can scale this painting business i'm actively scaling it we're doing lots of things but what about this like ultra high-end historic restoration craftsmanship yeah if i can charge 2x i want to get into that so he showed up there and me and the rest of a lot of my craftspeople, we love our clients. We love our craft. But at that time, that was the version of me pre, you know, redoing this whole thing where nothing was written mm -hmm. down. I couldn't tell you what I made per hour. Right. I had a feeling about it. And Jason asked his famous series of two or three questions where if you're taking a guess and a stab in the dark, he will quickly connect those dots <laughs> yep. as an economist yep. and, uh, and basically just be like, yeah, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and literally what, what I liked about Jason the most was he will just say, you have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. That is cool. not real. What yep. you just said. And literally from there on then it's been that relationship. And, and Nick is a, him for it. Nick is a unique personality where he receives that. Yeah. And, uh, He's not like combative. He's always wanted to self-improve. That's yeah. a novel feature that Nick carries in our industry. Yeah, There's a lot of sure. combative nature mm. and a lot well, of I think egos. it's a lot of ego, right? A lot yeah. of people, like when, when you call somebody out or you're asking that question, they get defensive because yeah. like there's an ego about yep. it, right? Nick actually, he has no ego. Right. He, he thinks very lowly of himself. He does. And uh, so that's something that he's working through and he does that through a number of different ways. Just okay. low self-esteem. Some healthy, some unhealthy. Yep. Yeah. So there's some maladaptive uh, ways that he deals with his low self-esteem and- yeah. And, you know, we, we work with them. On well, that. at least, I mean, you know, you eat gluten year round and not just when you're I on do. the road. I do. I, I'm a gluten consumer and yeah. I just don't binge on the road like Jason does. Yeah, okay. so. There's, there's worse vices out there though. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, moving on. <laughs> this is not going to make sense for anybody. But Nobody here, else, is, but we're uh, having a great time. A lot of this is going to be inside, but if you ever get to hang out with me and Jason for yep. more than a couple minutes, this will all snap into focus. Yep. Yep. That's good. So you guys have used the word like five times now, gapped. Mm -hmm. And I want you to explain to the listeners what you mean by that. He yeah. introduced me to it, so he'll take this one too. It's just an acknowledgement of here is the current state, here's the future state, and there's a delta between those two. You call gotcha. that a gap. Right? Gotcha. If you don't, if you don't understand where you are, right, and you don't have a perception of a future state, then it's all muddied together. But when those two things become very clear, this is like a term that's used in coaching. Yeah. Right? It's like a good term to get someone bought and into coaching. Use it as a verb. Yep. Gapped. Yep. Get gapped. Good. So here's good. the gap. Here's your skill set right now. Here's, here's where you want to get to. Good. You realize the gap. I like that. What's really interesting is that I've I've used that a lot since Jason introduced it to me years ago. And again, we we talk about ownership. Do you look for externalities or internalities to change right. your life? And when you say get gap to somebody, instantly you can see if they're like they see it as a negative or a positive. Right. To me, I only search for the gap moments. Mm -hmm. And even at the last expo, Jason arranged uh, a dinner 
uh, with somebody. And over the course of three and a half hours, I got gapped in a way that I hadn't in years. And it was just invigorating. It That's just funny. like, it breathed fire into me where I'd like, I want to go home and job cost and start redoing things in the business. And yeah, so people take gap two different ways. Yeah, no, that's okay. good. Well, like I said, I think you guys have <clears throat> the right perspective, right? You're humble, but you're in the self-improvement mindset and not. Mm -hmm. Nobody's more humble than us. Right, exactly. <laughs> most humble. The irony. I'm oh, the boy. Most um, so how has the PCA you? been instrumental in, you know, the collaboration piece and you guys working together in Minnesota? Oh, it's been really interesting. So um, there's lots of ways uh, in the ethos of the PCA that we've connected with the outside world. So social media, both of us uh, in some way, um, when we got involved with the PCA, I, literally it's the first time that I ever talked to other painters. And Jason, right at about the time that we discovered the PCA, we discovered each other. And obviously I saw Jason as competition, which yeah. is super regressive, but Jason taught me like, listen, man, there's no competition here. So right. in, in, in the line of that, and then we talked to all the people in the PCA and we realized that there's people all over willing to share. We even started a local painters group called the gathering of Minnesota painters for yeah. that reason, because we're trying to break down these barriers. So the lesson I took away from all this, which is we all do better when we all do better. Literally, the more you talk to other painters, the more you collaborate, the better your personal and professional life is. Yeah. And you can see that hockey stick curve in my business. Three major points happened when I went from, you know, 25 years in the industry. Here's been the last five. Right. Meeting Jason Paris, joining the PCA, <clears throat> talking to other painters. All happened at that inflection point. Right. That's there. good. That's really good. Anything you want to add to that? I say it's been a I great. Mean, it was very profound. So I don't yeah. know if you can even top that. Good but... luck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I say it's, it's been a great vehicle for us to um, use to navigate our mission of how we want to affect the industry and affect other people. Yeah. So. I think Nick was always going to help other painters <clears throat> and just be a <clears throat> an open book with how he conducts his company yeah. and have others watch that and perceive that and uh, benefit from it. And I was always going to want to pour into, you know, more than just myself and my own well-being. Right. And the PCA has been a tremendous vehicle that allows us to do that. It's a very efficient vehicle. It's got a lot of great structures in place, a great tremendous history involved and yeah. a lot of momentum. So in that sense, it's been a tremendous tool uh, of something we're both passionate about. And literally the PCA has been a force multiplier for us where we're messing around with Minnesota, we're grabbing each other, we're yep. doing stuff there. It, it catapulted us to a nationwide and one could argue international wide yeah. like venue uh, to do this in a very short amount of time. Yeah. So we are insanely grateful for that because it was a thing that's already been in place 130 years, 140 years. It's already been there. Right. We were just happy to grab hold of it for the last couple of years and help like pour fuel into it to, for its intended purpose. Yeah. No, I think you guys are doing a great job with that. You know, I know you guys mentioned the gathering of Minnesota painters. Um, I've been seeing things pop up for other states too, right? Like yeah. you guys have started yeah. a trend. Well, so we're very careful not to turn this into some fight club sort of thing yeah, where no, all of a good. sudden there's like these factions yeah, all over, exactly. but yeah. so far it's only been used for good. good. So yeah, yeah. let's hope it stays Thank God. Right. But, but I think it's cool to see that like, obviously people see your guys' relationship. They see yeah. what you guys have been able, what Jason's contributed to your yeah, life. Absolutely. And I know you've contributed some back to him. He won't admit it, but um, he had to search really deep for the like four things he was able I know, to literally he was you. crossing things off a of paper beforehand. Yeah. Oh, I know. I saw him But I think people see that, right. And they see the collaborate, you know, I'm a big, we always say collaboration over competition, yeah. right. And that's always. exactly what you guys um, exemplify. We're like proximity wise, like how close are you guys to each other? I drove by one of his vans the other day. So you guys are like no literally we are yeah, he'll we, send me text messages of like 
photos of he's on your job sites. Of, yeah, he's on our he's on the same street, yeah. working on the same job. That's yep. so awesome. Yeah, we're in the same place. I mean, when we do the gathering of Minnesota painters, it's like thirty painters. Yeah, and like we are all competition, right? right? And so I think it's really good that people see the two of us. But it's like it, it's There's more than like two people group. getting together. It's a yeah. lot of people regarding that mindset of yeah, this is not like a. Uh, a big issue. Yeah. We're going to help each other. And, and, you know, Jason, Jason likes the data. So right. if you were to follow the data and take the look at the rise of our businesses and the amount of open sharing we do, one could make the argument that the more data or secrets you have to share, the better off you are, yep. literally. And there are, in that gathering of Minnesota painters, in that room of 30 people, literally on those Facebook happenings groups and, and the local yep. ones, when people ask for a painter, two, three of them get mentioned every time. And every time I'm just like, fist pumping like yeah, finally awesome. our clients are going to be served well it's professional pricing and yep. yeah it's a good thing that's cool it's really cool to see what you guys are doing you know in minnesota but also like as a whole with the industry too because yeah. i know the whole professionalization thing we'll talk about in a little mm. bit um has been a really uh, a big mission you guys are charging forward with and i think you guys are the two best people to do that so wow, thanks thank for you. what you guys are doing with that um i know you guys have an event coming up here at the end of june um called paint by numbers um, share a little bit about what you can expect from that. I'll let Paint's Jason take this one. <laughs> God, I just stepped on him. Oh no. Nick's going to bring the paint and I'll bring the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> the gluten's kicking in. It's, it's, the gluten and the sugar. It's going so downhill. Paint by numbers. It's something that, it's something that, <laughs> something that my group did at the end of 2019. Okay. And so the concept was at that point, we felt like we had a pretty large painting company and we did. And it's not stopped. Right. And it was just very open book. Here's how we're running the company. And giving people that insight of what does it look like to scale profitably? Gotcha. Right. And so we called it paint by numbers because it's kind of catchy. Yeah. And then 2020 happened and uh, we've not held an event since. And so here we are in 2022, events are coming back and we're going to bring it back. That's awesome. And so now we're going to partner with the PCA. PCA is looking to do events and, awesome. and we're excited to do that. Yeah. And uh, Nick and I are going to be co-emceeing the kickoff. Yep. For that. Good. And uh, so it's going to be wild. At least we know one of the two of you guys yeah. will have good jokes. Yep. So yeah. That's right. And I know everybody's like, wait a second, which, which one? Which one? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's weird. It's not Jason. <laughs> so yeah, that's paint by numbers. I okay. would just put the plug out. Hope hope people can join to it. You would not be, will not be disappointed. No, literally. World class. Uh, when, you know, years ago when you guys had the first one, I took my whole team to it and I still reference the documents and you guys opened up your entire business. You brought all the people in it. You opened it all the way up. And you showed everybody and literally we still talk about the event today. And I walked away saying it was the most robust business, not even, you can't even call it a talk or seminar. It was a workshop. workshop. Like literally you were, your people were working with us. Labs It's like live action boot something. Yep. Uh, I was going to say camp, but that's not a C, it's an S. So it's something, it's something labs. And uh, yeah, the people are going to be speaking like Mark, Mark runs $10 million of production for a residential repaint company. He's a pretty good resource, uh, to resource to speak yeah. on how to manage employees and subcontractors and recruit or retaining high quality and even on the sales side. So it's kind of all those different components. We're excited yeah. about it and hope to see you there. That's awesome. Well, listen, you're going into the beehive. I mean, this yeah. is on both of our territories. Uh, your guys, you're, you're kind of mobilizing the whole team to get this thing yeah. running. And yeah. I'm bringing my whole team That's awesome. on our home turf. We're going to be doing fun stuff and literally 
this is going to be wild. It's going to yep. be so much fun. Yeah. I'm, I'm class. sad that I'm going to be in San Diego when this yeah. is going on, but I'm also going to be in San Diego when That's... this is going on. So like, there's kind of I like, know, two, I know. kind of a roller coaster But you're going to miss all the jokes and all the awkwardness between us and no eye contact and things I think like I'm that. Just, I know, I've got a couple of clients going to it. So I'm just like, just FaceTime yeah. or just record the whole thing for yeah, me. That'd be done. great. So, um, no, it's great. Well, you guys talked at, PCA Expo in Orlando a few months back about the professionalization of the oh, industry. Yeah. And that's yeah. the huge mission. Um, we're all in with you guys, you know, working on working through that with you guys um, because I think it's a huge thing. and I love to see what you guys are doing with it. Um, why is that such an important thing for the industry? Like we won't even talk to the business owner for a second, but just for the industry, why do you think that's such an important thing driving forward over the next five, 10, 15, 20 years? The, that's the number one issue that exists. Right. And when I say that it gets real spicy because yeah, like, well, what about labor? Is labor the biggest issue? The answer is no. That's not the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more gets paint. Paint gets sold every single year. Someone's right. applying that. The issue is there aren't entrepreneurs that are problem solvers. That's and that's one. like a hard pill to swallow, but no, it's it just is. the reality of our industry. Yep. The average is 1.5 people because you're able to find your friends and family and try and string them along as long as you can. Yeah. Now, suddenly, it's like, okay, shoot, there's a supply-demand imbalance, and I have to recruit people, but I'm not an entrepreneur. Yeah. Now I got to try and figure out how to start recruiting people and I need processes and I have to bid work. That's not just at my martyrdom. It's someone else has to paint for it and it has to be profitable. And those are now issues you have to solve. Yep. And I do think that's the biggest challenge the industry faces is a lack of entrepreneurs, not labor. It's a cyclical issue because is. you have these people who are not <laughs> entrepreneurs. They're trying to employ people. They have bad experiences yep. and now there's a negative brand. And so no one wants to enter into this yep. industry and this trade. Uh, so that's, that's on the labor side, on the entrepreneur side, no one wants to get in and be a business owner because who are you looking to as your role models, right? There aren't that many Nicks of the world. It's usually uncle Chuck in his truck and he's at Thanksgiving dinner and he's getting a divorce and he's really sad looking, (laughs) right? And it's like, shoot, I don't want to be like that guy. Right. So it's this big cyclical thing that centers around. There's not a professional standard for how to conduct yourself as a business. I love it. And that's causing a poor reflection of how the labor is treated yeah it's also causing a poor expectation for the quality of running a business what that can do for your life and what kind of talent that should attract so that's why i think it's a great thing for the pca to be focused on i think it is a systemic issue in this industry above and beyond the labor crisis that's good nick i agree that's all that needs to be said no literally and and so i'll speak a little more holistically because you know i've been here for 30 years i grew up in trades 1.0, right? Like my father's version of the trades. And I love my father. I love all my father's generation of tradespeople, but they didn't make as good an argument for the trades as they could have because the the way that they inculcate the young people is just to yell at them, do it better, do it faster. And uh, it motivated me. So I took that same spirit and ran my business for the first 10 years and I didn't have a great effect because the people have changed. The generations have changed. And Hmm. where I was willing to put up with it, and stick it through because I love the actual craft of painting so yeah. deeply. I was willing to put up with an enormous amount of stuff like that. Right. Not a lot of people are, and I don't blame Ooh. them. They're yeah. better for it. So only 3% of millennials even consider the trades nowadays. It's easy to blame the generation before us, but you can also see how that situation could have right. created it. Now, the problem is great. Blame the baby boomers, things like right. that. A lot of the new generation isn't doing it much different either. Like no. we, we're seeing a huge change in the young people who are getting in. When we go to events, we see people who already know job costing. They're already writing things down and that. It's getting better, 
but still we haven't completely done a 180 from my father's generation of tradespeople. So literally like Jason said, great. You can say there's no good people out there and you can want to grab a whole bunch of people and bring them in. I would say pump the brakes because if you bring them in now, the chances that they're going to find a Jason Parrish to work for is maybe half a 1%. Yeah. And that's not going to be great. They're going to go tell another millennial that kind of doesn't feel that great. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of sad chucks over there. Yeah. And again, we have to do better. We need good examples like Jason. Like literally he should be on a Super Bowl ad saying he's a house painter. Look what yeah. he's done. You know, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, well, you know, I, I think back through whenever I had my painting business mm-hmm. and how, you know, my goal was show up on time, respond to people, call them back when you say you're going to. Like do what you say you're going to do. Right. Um, which to me was like common sense. Right. I mean, Feels like it, both yes. you guys, right. Like yeah. you just, Hey, if I tell you I'm going to be here at 10 o'clock, I show up at 10 o'clock. Right. right. And I started seeing this trend of oh, we've called four painters. You're yeah. the only one that's called us back. And I'm like, okay, that's not a novel concept. And you, you say yeah. that cause it is a cliche for a reason. Oh, it is yeah. like, it totally is. And, and I started like, year after year i started seeing this and i'm like i'm literally building my business by doing the simple things by being professional right like and it was really funny i'll never forget you know i showed up to a bni meeting a networking meeting in a suit right in a suit mm-hmm. and somebody's like oh what do you do and i'm like oh i own a painting business and then he was like yeah i can tell you own the painting business and you're not like covered in paint yeah and i was like yeah like i own a painting business like i'm not a painter like i you know came into it business first craftsperson second yeah yeah. you know that's just the nature of it i know jason kind of probably same thing with you with college Mm -hmm. pro um and and it's just you know there's there's that school but like i'm 100 the minority with that right yep um and so it's just very funny to see like you know not funny but like it's it's a reality of there's not the professionalization piece you Mm -hmm. know um, and then now being a homeowner for, you know, eight plus years on the other side of it, it's like, yeah, no joke. Like, you know, it's, I, I, I have, um, you know, as, as we are get to the maturity level where we have people do home projects for us yeah. instead of us just hammering out ourselves yep. and, and on our property and stuff, like I really do have a complete different set of empathetic thoughts towards homeowners now, which for is sure. like. You know, we always think about these dang clients, if they would just, you know, comply with our systems or this, and they're making it hard on us. I don't blame them for putting up their sword and their shield. Cause yeah. literally, you know, you, even if you get the Nick Slavic in year one, I mean, still, I'm going to give you a good product, but I might be 18 months out. Like yeah. that's not a great thing, you know, right. and the schedule will change. The other side of that, you could just get a crook too. That's yeah. not an unheard of thing in the industry. So yeah, I don't, I, I, I completely look at what we do and what the client's landscape and ecosystem is with us differently. No, that's really good. That's really good. Um, you know, what are some of the things the PCA is doing to help professionalize the industry? So literally our pet project, you know, when Jason is the chair of the board, I'm the vice chair, not unlike national politics. When people step into a role of leadership, they kind of pick a thing and their project. And, uh, Jason and I literally, it, it, it happened perfectly where the PC has all these amazing resources, especially painter training, things like that. Mm-hmm. Jason and I, we can add to that, but what didn't exist is the business portion, coaching the business owner. So we picked that as our contribution and he has a couple years as a chair. Hopefully I'll be elected as chair. We have a short tenure to enact some change. We're passionate about it. It aligned with our values. We said, we're going to pour our fuel onto that to round out the offering offerings for the PCA. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Jason, anything you want to add? I don't. No. no. That's good. The Thanks. business accelerator. 
Right. Yep. Let's so, talk about that a little bit. Yep. So you have painter training. Yep. That's great for the for the field staff. Yep. Kind of get the but doesn't the learning shouldn't stop there. Business accelerator is where the basics of business. And so we created a learning management system where it's every kind of pillar of a business, Good. all the way from marketing to finance, sales, production, uh, everything in between. Job costing, yeah. which we know and love. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. And so there are videos, right, with someone like Nick or yourself or other industry uh, figureheads, and then series of content, and then quizzing at the end good. to kind of solidify that learning. Awesome. That's yeah. really good. Um, no, I'm excited about that. I know that's just the beginning of where yeah. you guys are heading with this, right? And that's what's really cool. You know, we were talking before we started recording about starting to see the turnover in the industry mm -hmm. in a good way, right? Like the younger yep. people at events yep. and the questions that are being asked and the, and the knowledge. And, you know, I think, you know, Nick, you said something earlier about like your father's generation of painters. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's, technology has evolved at such a rapid pace, mm -hmm. social media, learning, education. I feel like, I think back 10, 15 years ago, like where we were at with all that and where oh, we're at oh. now. Yeah. And I think things have evolved so much that it's it's not their own fault. Like you said, they're not bad yeah. people. You you have respect for them, but things change so quickly. Yeah. And now that, you know, we're seeing, we are seeing a lot of younger painting business owners mm -hmm. coming into the industry. Um, and it's really exciting to see that. And the tide is not like completely turned yet. That's no, the crazy it part. It's like this, but it's actually changed a lot. Yeah. And it hasn't like flipped the switch. It's not hit critical mass. And when it does, sure. it's like, that's going to, that's going to be interesting. It's going to be, be really noticeable. Yep maybe instantaneous or instantaneous in the span of a life it's gonna sooner or later we're gonna feel something like overnight something has changed and i think we're building towards it yeah now that's awesome so what are some things like what's one of the biggest things that you see business owners struggle with i already know what you're gonna say nick um when it comes to professionalizing their business I'm curious what Jason would say about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I am too. I think it's, well, I think it's. Because <laughs> he's actually a really smart guy. Actually. actually. You, would never, you would never guess. Um, I think it's the ego piece, right? It's that thought of, I have to do everything. I have to be everything. The buck has to stop with me. And that will get you so far, like depending on your abilities. Right. Right. And we've talked about this in, in a number of different conversations, but just that inherent unlikely cap that is going to be there of you're going to be the founder, but also someone that's going to scale to stability. Those are oftentimes two very dichotomous skill sets. Yeah. And there's this ego check of, oh, it's going to be me. Everything's going to be me. And they might outsource a few specialized things, but in their mind, it's and it's not right or wrong, but it's just you're asking what is going to cap someone's growth and someone's learning. It's yeah. going to be that 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 ego of, it's going to go through me. Right. That's sorry. the biggest challenge. Hold on a second. I'm getting a phone call here. Yep. Sorry about that. Silence that. Yep. <laughs> Oh, he really was. I thought. No, I actually was getting sorry. <laughs> that was super thought... rude. I didn't silence my phone, so I didn't mean to be mean. I thought it was that was like hilarious. A, I was like, "Oh, this is good." He's really sick. I literally had the had eighteen dialogues going in my head. Like that thing's gonna go for twenty one seconds. Yeah. Do I just ride this out, right, or do right. I like do that's something funny. to make it yeah. so? No, I think that's that. now you're good. I think that's a really good point. Um, you know, so Nick, what what would you say to that? So, uh, question again, hit me. I was just lost in yeah. Jason's answer. It's actually a really good answer. <laughs> No, I shouldn't say actually. It's, it is actually, really good. I did it to him. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, he did the thing that everybody hates. It's actually, no. It's uh, actually a really, with the question really again, Chris. good Dude, answer. thoughtful, insightful, well-worded. It was. It was. Jason, Jason what was the I'm question? So sorry. The question yeah. was, what do you think is the biggest thing that's getting in the way of business owners professionalizing? Yeah. You had company? to pick one thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, I wholeheartedly agree with Jason, but I will give a unique perspective on this, which okay. is, the 1% of our industry may need something completely different or, or 
in addition to that, which is Jason made a unique observation years ago that we kind of believe that, you know, using some buzzwords, information plus grit makes good business owners. You know, you have some information, you have the grit to act on it, you know? And Jason literally made this observation about me. And I don't know if it was a backhanded compliment or what, but I have to think about those pretty deeply, but he said, literally, Nick, you're one of the only people that really just needed some information. You know, Mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people out there who can grit. There's a lot of people who have all the information and then get no traction with it. But as soon as Jason hit me with some benchmarks and job costing and then coached me up on them like that, literally, he was like, yeah, you just, you were missing the information. So I will say there's likely 1% of our industry who will be the top 0.5% of our industry who are out there gritting it through. And they haven't talked to enough painters. They haven't met Jason Paris and they haven't been given a set of industry benchmarks. Like you should be making at least, you know, producing $75 of revenue an hour. Take that home and just work with that for a while because that alone will bring your whole world of chaos into Mm -hmm. focus and say, first question, what is it? How do I calculate that? Right. Now you stumble across job costing and it's like, that leads you on this whole path. So that was a unique observation. It actually put me at ease, which is like, yeah, here's some information. If it was that easy, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So do it. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think that that's, you know, that's what I love that PCA is building the resources, right? The content. Um, you know, working with people like you guys to put out the resources so yep. people know, right? I can't say how many clients I have that use your job costing sheet. Yeah. I yep. love it. Yep. I love it. Um, you know, and so I think it's just like we're we're starting to get the resources out there. You know, and I, I think that it, it's interesting because people have different levels of engagement, right? There, some people just need the information and they'll they'll run with it, they'll iterate it, they'll just continue to grow with it. Yep. Some people need the information and the accountability. Right. Yes. Some people need mm. everything. I could right? argue we all need some level of accountability. We do. Some more than others. So. We totally do. Like, <laughs> some more than others. Yeah. I feel like that's very personal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Says my the guy face is getting red and getting very warm sugar, right now. So. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I think that it's true. Like, I think just having the information and, and you know, you guys talked about it, the, the collaboration piece. Like, I think that is such a huge thing um, that so many people don't understand like yeah. i'll we did it an episode we actually recorded it at expo um with one of our clients and we met in a sherwin store like same situation oh. lived in the same town 10 minutes away like literally just looked, like saw each other and was like hey like nice to meet you like it was the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me in a sherwin store by the way um and like hit it off he taught us how to do kitchen cabinets he oh. he taught us what 14 inch rollers were nice my guys were pissed the first day we used them. <laughs> they were like why have we been You've using been keeping the secret frames? from yeah, me yeah. Exactly. Like, i didn't know better right <laughs> I started collaborating with people. And, and so, I mean, I think me meeting Shane was like a, a pivoting point for us in the painting business, yep. even though it wasn't my long game, um, but it changed so many things for me. Wow. Um, and so I'm such a big proponent of the collaboration. That's why I thought it'd be fun since you guys were here to do a talk about what your guys' friendship has meant to each other in your businesses um, and how that is now leading the force for an entire industry that's going to yeah. shift and change um, in the best way possible. You could, you could argue that, uh, the closest relationships I have besides my immediate family have been built in the paint industry, which is weird because I have existed for 40 years and I've only known this industry outside of myself for five years. And literally some of the most, most thoughtful, empathetic, beautiful people are here. Yeah. I love it. Uh, I, I'm beautiful. I guess you're empathetic. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that was terrible. Maybe. That was terrible. <laughs> um, well, guys, I, I appreciate you taking time to record this. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts you guys want to leave on the collaboration, the professionalization piece? I guess maybe to give people some perspective, I'll try to keep this short, but um, I want people to know how much work Jason's done in the PCA. So 
he got involved in the leadership years before me. He made his ascent through. He learned the lay of the land, how to lead from a board. The second they gave him the reins of that horse, he professionalized it like he did his business. And, and he, he will self-admit that, listen, we have been building on the backs of 130 years of this organization. Every single person who came before us, especially in the last 10 years, has just laid this beautiful ground for us to actually do these things. And if the people before Jason hadn't done it, and if Jason hadn't professionalized it even further, we wouldn't have the ability to now do our pet project. And where we are now, the biggest thing that the PCA suffers from is nobody knows about us. And we have the most robust content. We have health insurance. We have safety guidelines. We have industry standards. We have all these crazy things. Nobody's ever heard about us. So now the next phase, uh, when Jason and I go into the maturity cycle of our leadership in the PCA, our goal now is to basically be loudmouths on social media. I love and, it. And, and every other kind it's of form like of It's like you're really good at that or something. <laughs> well, listen, for a very, I dog whistled to a very unique subset of the industry. So, but Fair no, enough. literally we yeah. just have to now tell, we have yeah. it all. We have this. Yeah. We've got this beautiful organization, all the things that can solve every problem for every business and all the people who will help you march through it. Yeah. You included. Yep. Now we just have to tell people about it. Exactly. Well, and I think, you know, I mean, I'm over here at least once a month recording podcasts. Um, and I love being over here great team, great leadership in place, like what's being built, it's exciting. Um, and I, I've said time and time again, like the content and the resources had to come first. Always. Right? You had to have the pieces to add the value to the members. Yep. Now it's time to go blow the membership up. Right. Jason's challenge years ago when he walked into the board, I, we had discussions like, we want the question, why do you join the PCA? To be an easy No brainer. Thing. Yeah. It was, we could say stuff five years ago, but it's a heck of a lot easier now. Yep. You know, yep. years. Yep. well, and I think one of the most profound things in the world happened at Expo um, that you guys had invited a few of us to come sit in on the last part of the board meeting mm-hmm. right before Expo started, mm-hmm. uh, which was great. It was a blessing. It was really cool to see that side of the PCA and what yeah. you guys are working on. Um, and, you know, PCA is a nonprofit for those that people that don't yeah. understand that. And um, somebody asked Jason the most revolutionary question in the world. They said, Jason, what does our budget look like if we double our membership? And his answer was, well, we have twice as much money to spend putting stuff back out there to help painting contractors. Yeah. The simplest answer, right? Yeah. But it was, yeah. I mean, that's a good perspective, yeah. right? If you can start to grow the membership, what you guys have built with where we're at now, yeah. I say we like I'm part of the PCA, but I guess I you am are. in a way. Um, you know, what you guys have built with that, it's just going to exemplify and amplify and grow from there. Um, and that's what's really exciting to me. Sometimes those plainest answers in the plainest terms yeah. are the most profound like that. Like, yeah, we could do twice of what we've done right now. Exactly. And that would be amazing. Exactly. And I really think he said that because he literally didn't know what the figures came out to be. So <laughs> well, no, like, well, I, we could spend twice. Well, what's amazing money. is that Jason will literally like, you know, people ask a lot of these rhetorical questions and they think they're going to get something. And <laughs> Jason's like, well, questions. that, that thing you just asked me is actually a math problem. And <laughs> we, we, if membership is X a year, and if you double that, we can actually have revenue growth of this. So theoretically yeah. by math you have this and <laughs> yeah. sometimes those questions are the best because yep. it's absolutely true yes yes i love it jason anything you want to wrap up with here you think you guys did a great job um i think your last question was what was it, it was the last just anything you guys want to leave thoughts on professionalization or collaboration yeah, i think just uh an ask to utilize the resources of the pca yep. and promote them to those who are not using it like you mentioned it's a nonprofit. yeah it's actually underwritten by every single paint manufacturer and yeah. major paint manufacturer in the u.s as well as many other industry partners so yeah. it's like a nonprofit that's collectively built by generations of membership for the benefit of the industry yeah 
And so this is not like none of us have shares. There are no shares. Right. Uh, this is truly a way that we can give. Yep. And it's a nice, convenient vehicle to affect change. And I want people to be aware of Good. the goodies that are out there yes. and to share it with other people. That's yep. awesome. The goodies like Sour Patch Kids. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I appreciate you guys taking time to do this. Um, it's been fun. Nick, I know I'll see you here in a shoot. A short few weeks for the Sherwin Expo, and Absolutely. rumor has it there I'll be a loudmouth be... in person. Exactly, <laughs> and there might be a JP sighting while we're there too. So we'll see. So I appreciate you guys. Have a safe trip back to Minnesota. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks Chris. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.